When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's showtime. So I've been watching MLB compilations of terrible umpires. How can Major League Baseball hold their umpires more accountable? Football season is right around the corner, and that means that we get to see our favorite players try to live up the expectations. Which NFL player are you most looking forward to watching ball out in week one? Bo Bichette was the hero Saturday against the Pirates. Why is it important that Blue Jay fans stay patient with Bo Bichette? The expectations are now the highest they've been in a long time for the Buffalo Bills. Can the Bills respond to the pressure and live up to the astronomical expectations? And Bayern Munich is in third. Freiburg is in first. Robert Lewandowski is scoring in Spain and Erling Holland is scoring in England. Is it time to stop making fun? Of the Bundesliga. You know, the NFL had the chance to do the right thing. I believe that the NFL was going to be on the right side of history for the first time ever. Unfortunately, the NFL did what the NFL does. The impact that they've had on Toronto FC, it, it's undeniable. I understand that you had to defend your quarterback. I understand that you just can't come out and, you know, say, well, you know, we don't want this Sean anyways. I understand. I get it. I have to do this because I have to appreciate Yes, and we're back, and welcome to Ray Sports Rant. I'm Ray Rout, and I'm sitting here in the sports director chair for the Dean Blundell Network at DeanBlundell.com. Thanks, everybody, who's tuning in. Make sure that you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and never miss an episode. You can also find tons and tons of great sports content over at DeanBlundell.com. All right, everybody. I have been watching Major League Baseball compilation videos for the last couple of days, basically highlighting terrible, terrible, terrible umpiring across Major League Baseball. And it got me thinking. What can Major League Baseball do to hold their umpires accountable? And this all kind of stems because I did a piece this week about Angel Hernandez and how he's, well, the worst of the worst when it comes to umpires and asked if there was anybody else in the world as bad at their job as Angel Hernandez. Unfortunately, some of you turned it political and started talking about presidents and prime ministers. Stick to sports, people. All right, let's all just shut up and dribble, as they would say, because this is not a political show. This is a sports show. So I've been thinking about it, and here's the answer that I concluded. I think that Major League Baseball should have to force their umpires to face the media after the game, be questioned on some of their calls, and answer live to video of their horrendous calls. So I want you to imagine something. Angel Hernandez misses the strike zone by 10 feet. An egregious miss. I get close calls, but an egregious miss. 
Angel Hernandez should have to sit there, review the video with the media, and explain what was going through his head while he was making that call. Or if they missed an obvious call at the base, sit there and talk about why he made that call and why he was so wrong and apologize for being that wrong. I think it's ridiculous that players and managers are being thrown out of games for arguing calls that were clearly and simply umpire error. And I think that this could go across all sports. I think that NFL refs should have to face the media. NHL refs should face the media, the NBA, soccer refs. When you have a terrible call that affects the outcome of a game, and we have seen it in the past, especially in baseball, where a referee's call will affect the game, they should have to address it. Not just like when Jim Joyce ruined the perfect game and he was that umpire who was thrown to the wolves of the media. They didn't protect him. The umpires union has to stop protecting umpires for being so bad at their job. They need to be held, held accountable and they should have to answer for the mistakes they made. That's my solution. What's your solution? Let me know. Tell me at DPN underscore Ray. Shoot it to me on Twitter. What's your solution? How can Major League Baseball hold their umpires more accountable? Moving on. Football season is right around the corner, and that means that players are going to try to live up to the expectations, and it happens every year. Every time football season rolls around, we're looking at rookies. We're looking at veterans. We're looking at second and third year players. Our expectations are through the roof. Some overachieve. Some meet those expectations. Some fail miserably. I'm looking at somebody like Joe Burrow this season. He set the world afire last year. Expectations through the roof how is he gonna ball out when he comes out and plays is he gonna be that dominant player he was last year or does he take a step backwards has the nfl figured him out a little bit maybe you're looking at patrick mahomes with no tyree kill maybe you're looking at Tua tango viola who now has tyree kill and Jalen Waddle. There's lots and lots of options. Maybe it's a running back. Maybe it's a defensive player. Maybe it's Matt Ryan with the Indianapolis Colts, who my boy Lawrence Owen over at Colts Law said is playing with the best team he's ever played with. Who are you looking the most forward to? I'll tell you, me, I'm looking forward to seeing Mac Jones of my New England Patriots take the field for one simple reason. Mac Jones has been under fire this offseason. The comparisons to Tom Brady continue. People continue to drag his name through the mud. They also continue to drag Bill Belichick's name through the mud. They're looking at Brady and his accomplishments and comparing them to Mac Jones and what he's done with not taking into consideration that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. I heard somebody in the media last week blame the New England Patriots for Kendrick Bourne's slow start to the season that hasn't even started yet. They're already blaming the Patriots for a hypothetical situation because that's what the Boston media does. I am hoping that Mac Jones didn't quote-unquote digress like a lot of the media folks around Boston have suggested. That includes Doug Kide, that includes Fledger, that includes Greg Bedard, and that includes a whole lot of other people that I I kind of used to respect like Henry McKenna, who has definitely jumped on that negative side of the Boston media part. I am so looking forward to Mac Jones hitting the field to answer the question once and for all, can he build off his, off of his successful rookie season? That's what I want to see out of Mac Jones. And I'm personally 
hoping that he balls out to shut a lot of those critics up, to shut up the Bill Belichick critics, to shut up the critics about the New England Patriots. Now, I have been somebody who I think, and not being critical of New England, but take took a realistic approach to this season. I believe that New England is probably going to win eight to 10 games right around what they did last season. I even discussed the possibility of a bit of a digression. I think that they overachieved a little bit last year. I think that the schedule worked out in their favor when they played teams with injuries. So, but I think the disrespect that's been put on the head of both Belichick and Mac Jones has been ridiculous. I can't wait for that kid to take the field. So maybe he can shut the haters up. All right, let's move on to a little bit of Toronto Blue Jays discussion because Bo Bichette was the hero Saturday night against the Pittsburgh Pirates hitting a three run double in the seventh inning, scoring three of the Blue Jays, four runs, the Blue Jays winning four run four to one. And we're asking why is it so important that Blue Jay fans stay patient with Bo Bichette? And the, well, the fact of the matter is Bo Bichette is 24 years old. He's been figured out a little bit. That is to me, not a time to start hitting the panic button. He's going to get out of it. He's going to make adjustments. He's going to work around it. He's now got another part of his professional career to figure out. Anytime you bring a young player into the league, there's no book on him. Nobody knows how to pitch to him. Maybe they underestimate him a little bit. Maybe they don't know what his strengths and his weaknesses are. Once that is figured out, they will pitch to his weaknesses and not feed into his strengths. Welcome to Major League Baseball. I think that Casey Stern was on the Dean Blundell. I don't think he was. Casey Stern was on the Dean Blundell show. And if I remember correctly, he said, look at Aaron Judge's numbers from his rookie season to his sophomore year. A lot of time, good young rookies will take a step back over the next couple of years before building themselves up again. We see it in other sports, right? It's the whole league figuring out thing. It's that whole piece of waiting to adjust to what they've made the adjustments to you. It's learning to be a better hitter. It's learning to play at a major major league level. So Toronto Blue Jay fans and the Toronto media, some of those who are maybe on morning shows on Toronto sports radio, suggesting, suggesting that perhaps the Blue Jays should move on from Bo Bichette is absolutely positively ridiculous. You don't move on from a 24 year old shortstop who's getting better defensively and is learning to hit at a major league level after they have seen him for a season. The Blue Jays' young core is the core to build around. You don't blow that up. And I think the biggest problem with Toronto is, is everybody over-evaluated Toronto. Everybody put Toronto on this pedestal that they probably didn't belong on. People were talking about them being World Series favorites, including the podfather himself, Dean Blundell, who came on my show and said he is just excited to watch this team make a World Series run. And I begged and pleaded with Toronto fans not to get too overhyped about this Toronto team. I thought they were completely overrated. We knew the pitching was going to be a problem. The best part of this team has been the back end of the bullpen, and that was maybe the one area that the media was questioning whether that was good enough to get Toronto through to be a true competitor this year. That is what is the Toronto Blue Jays are. So let Bo Bichette, let Vlad Guerrero, let them kind of come into their own. They still have George Springer on the team who will be that been there, done that veteran leader in the next couple of seasons. 
Rome wasn't built in a day and people need to chill out and just let it happen as it happens. Hey, how about we talk a little bit of Buffalo Bills though, because the expectations are now the highest they've been in probably forever for Buffalo. And I'm going to go back to when they lost back to back to back to back Super Bowls. Did I say it right? Back to back to back to back. Yep. Four Super Bowls in a row. That's probably it. So can the Buffalo Bills can Josh Allen, can Josh, Sean McDermott respond to the pressure and live up to the astronomical expectations that are on them this season? Can Von Miller bring that veteran presence and Super Bowl know-how to the team and put them in a position to be successful? And this is a question that maybe we won't have the answer for. I'm going to give my opinion, but who knows how right and wrong it is because we've never seen Josh Allen in this role before. We've seen Patrick Mahomes with the high expectations. He delivered. We saw Tom Brady with the high expectations. He delivered. Peyton Manning. The list goes on and on. You know who didn't deliver? Tony Romo. Dak Prescott. Those are the type of guys I would even in some sense say that Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have never delivered on the expectations that their fan base has for them. So it's going to be a wait and see with the Buffalo Bills. However, if Buffalo carries on from what we saw in the postseason last year, they should have absolutely no problem playing under those type of pressures after blowing out the Patriots on wildcard weekend, 13 seconds away from moving on to the AFC championship game. I believe that Buffalo will be able to live up to those expectations. I believe that they will be able to play through the pressure. And that's why you bring in the Vaughn Millers because they're going to be able to move you through it. He played for Denver when Peyton Manning showed up and suddenly the Super Bowl became a reality and was a reality while he was there. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's everything that you need from a leadership department. He went to Los Angeles where expectations were through the roof. There would have been pressure to deliver a champion for the Rams. He was there, been there, done that. Now, is this Bills team as talented as that Rams team was last year? Probably a little bit more. No, not probably. They are a little bit more talented offensively. Defensively, you don't have Aaron Donald. You're not as talented. He's one of the best players in the NFL, not just at his position, just in the NFL in general. So no, I can't say that that they're better, but it's probably balanced. And I think that they can live up to that pressure. What do you think? Let me know. Tweet me at DP underscore Ray. Will Buffalo hit those expectations? Uh, finally, I want to talk about the Bundesliga again. And I know you guys hate it, but this is for all my soccer fans out there because Bayern Munich is now in third place behind Borussia Dortmund, who's in second, and Freiburg, who's in first, and Union Berlin's in fourth behind Bayern. Robert Lewandowski and Thomas or Erling Holland are scoring in their respective leagues. Lewandowski playing well for Barcelona, Holland doing well in the EPL for Man City. Is it time to stop making fun of the Bundesliga? Uh, yeah, it is. It's time to stop talking about the Farmers League. It's time to stop talking about everything is predictable. It's time to stop talking about how it's, you know, of course, Holland and Lewandowski can score. They play in the Bundesliga. Well, they're now in the big leagues and they're scoring there as well. I think that the Bundesliga has taken a bad rap because Bayern Munich has dominated it for the last 10 years and longer, but it's been 10 straight years that they won a championship. And yes, Bayern Munich is going to be one of the better teams in the, or probably the best team in the Bundesliga. There's a good chance they're going to win their 11th straight title this season. Maybe Dortmund, maybe Leipzig, who knows, maybe Union Berlin, who's kind of overachieving, really put the pressure on them. Maybe Freiburg's a team to talk about now. But what I'm going to say is, is it's not as unpredictable and as bad of a league as you want to talk about. The German teams do well in the Champions League. It's not just Bayern. 
Eintracht Frankfurt won the UEFA Europa last year. Now they lost the Super Cup. I get that, but they've also taken a step back this season. But I think it's time that we stop making fun of the Bundesliga. Stop with the Farmers League BS. Start respecting the league for what it is. Because this league has a lot of talent that's having success outside of the Bundesliga, will continue to have success after leaving Germany. And it's also got enough talent that one of these teams could be representing Germany in the UEFA Champions League finals. And the music is back on. And that means that we're done. And that's all she wrote for today's show. Hey, make sure that you check it out on YouTube every day on Twitter on the Dean Blundell Network Twitter account at dblundellnet. Follow me on Twitter at dpn underscore ray. Hit that like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you don't have time to watch the show, get the podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and at deanblundell.com. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer, send it to me on Twitter. If I like it, I'll answer it. And that's really all I have to say. Thanks for tuning in to Ray Sports Rant. And never forget, you're all legit, kid. Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.